When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and I hope you are just having the best week ever. Today is a subject that I have been asked to cover over and over and over again, so I'm excited to talk about him and learn about him as well. So let's get started. First up, our In the News segment. Big news story of the past seven days. This is actually the perfect time for the subject because just last week, Joe Kennedy III traveled to Northern Ireland with President Biden. And there's a really interesting New York Times piece written on this. Um, it's called In Northern Ireland, Glamorous U.S. Envoy Meets Less Than Glamorous Job. So go check that out. I'll actually put a link to it in the description of this episode. For our recommendation segment. Of course, then we would uh, recommend it. I haven't recommended a good coffee table book in a while, and they're honestly one of my favorite things. So a beautiful one is Jacqueline Kennedy, The White House Years, Selections from the John F. Kennedy Library and Museum. The way this book is laid out is just gorgeous and the perfect accent to any coffee table or any shelf. So I will link that in the description of this episode. Go get yourself a copy. And for our inspiring clip of the week. One of the inspiring notes. Here is Joe Kennedy III's farewell speech before Congress. Mr. Speaker, I rise today to say goodbye to this body as my time serving the 4th Congressional District of Massachusetts comes to a close. This job has been an honor. We've come quite a long way since my first days in the Capitol. When I had an AP reporter following me around for the day, and I got so lost trying to find the house floor that I ended up in the Longworth parking garage. Luckily, things have mostly improved from there. Seeing my name on that office door for the first time. Keeping company with giants that I grew up idolizing, like John Lewis, Eliseo Medina, and Dolores Huerta. Having the honor of responding to Donald Trump's first State of the Union, from Diamond Vogue Tech in mighty Fall River, Massachusetts. There are a few people that I would not be here without. To my wife, Lauren, thank you for serving alongside me, for the sacrifices that you made and the heart that you gave to this job, too. Tell Ellie and James that Dad has breakfast, bath, and school drop-off duty for the next 15 years or so. To the Massachusetts delegation, I loved serving with you. I loved learning from you. There's no team I'd rather have been in the trenches with every day. To my constituents back home, I am so grateful for the trust that you put in me. My proudest moments were when you allowed me to bring your voice to this chamber, when I could carry what you felt in Taunton or Attleboro or Fall River or Milford to this floor. Thank you for the privilege that you afforded me. I'll see you back home soon. And finally, to the staff members who worked and fought and thought and talked 
and wrote and served alongside me over the course of the last eight years. You all are the heroes behind my story. There will never be words for my gratitude for everything that you took on every single day and so many nights to ensure that we did this job right. All right. Our sources today are news.sky.com, today.com, irishco.com, U.S. News, state.gov, leadingauthorities.com, and I believe that may be it. All right. Let's get started. Joe Kennedy III was born in Brighton, Massachusetts in 1980, and he is the grandson of Bobby Kennedy and the son of Joseph Kennedy II, who is a former congressman. Now, I'm going to actually play, I know this is pretty quickly for the episode to start for me to play a clip, but I'm going to play a clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel kind of talking about his family a little bit. So here you go. So just so everyone understands, yeah. Robert Kennedy. Grandfather. Grandfather. John Kennedy. Grandfather's brother, so great uncle. Great uncle. Ted Kennedy, great, great uncle, uncle also. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger, was he like Uncle Terminator? Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Right. <laughs> More on the Terminator side. Is that something, is the family close enough that you like knew Arnold Schwarzenegger as an uncle? Uh, so, yes, I did. Um, obviously, um, my cousin Maria and Arnold have separated, right? Right, so, yeah, uh, I know, I read that. Yes. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> So, uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but... Right, yeah, yes. sure, yeah, yes. yeah. So I was with Maria earlier. Oh, you um, were? Oh, I good. was, I oh, was. Oh, very nice. Yes. Oh, so you guys so. really are a tight group, aren't you? Yeah, there's a lot of us, but we're pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah there are a lot of you, and yeah. yet a lot of you go into politics, and I was thinking about this thing, and I was wondering, like, when you're a kid, and I'm talking about, you know, like, 11 years old, mm -hmm. did somebody in your family say to you, listen, be careful about what you do, because you're a Kennedy, and one day you might want to run for office, one, you know, yeah. eyes are on you, so behave yourself. No. No, nobody did that. <laughs> no. No, uh, there was no. Really? Uh, yeah. I would do that no. if I was a Kennedy. I yeah, mean, well. Um, I'm not, by the way. Right. My parents met at a bowling alley. No one, we have no airports named after us. It turned out okay. Right? It turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know. yeah, for the uh, most part. So, yeah, no. Um, you uh, grew up in a public family, right? And mm -hmm. so. Um, for the, the triumphs have been very public. Um, our shortcomings, like every American family, um, we all have them and they've been public too. And so, yeah, you kind of just grow up around the fact that what you do is gonna be under more of the public eye, but that's, Jimmy, just kind of like the way it is. Kennedy attended Stanford University, where he graduated in 2003 after studying management, science, and engineering. And while he was at Stanford, he also played lacrosse and earned the nickname Milkman due to his status as a teetotal milk drinker. I just feel like that is a very unique tidbit about someone. Side note, I can't drink milk anymore just because, like, my stomach's like, please no. But when I was a kid, I drank milk with literally every meal. And one of my favorite things in the world was a glass of milk with pizza. Like, I didn't, like, dip the pizza in it or anything, but, like, I would, that would be my drink alongside pizza. And now when I look back at that, that is disgusting. Anyway, and I would dip my pizza in ranch, too, which I still do that. But ranch, pizza, milk. Ew. Enough about me. So, after graduating from Stanford, Joe Kennedy III spent two years fulfilling the Kennedy legacy by working for the Peace Corps, an organization which had been established by President Kennedy in 1961. And we have talked about that before. Go back and listen to that episode if you have not already. So Joe focused on economic development and anti-poverty programs. And in true Kennedy fashion, he then attended Harvard Law School, where he was taught by professor and senator Elizabeth Warren. This is also where he met his wife, Lauren Birchfield, with whom he shares two children, James and Eleanor. I love those names so much. 
During Joe's time at Harvard, he also worked on the Legal Aid Bureau and the Harvard Human Rights Journal, and he established an after-school program for at-risk young people in Boston. So very much fulfilling the Kennedy call to public service. Before entering politics, Kennedy was an assistant direct attorney in Middlesex County, and he gained his first political experience as the co-chair for his great-uncle Ted Kennedy's re-election campaign in 2006. And then it was in 2013 that Kennedy became the representative for Massachusetts' 4th Congressional District following the retirement of Representative Barney Frank. In this election, he won with 61% of the vote, having run a campaign which involved members of the Kennedy family and which promoted economic fairness and equality of opportunity in education and employment. And upon his victory, he became the first Kennedy to assume elected office since Patrick Kennedy retired in 2010. As a congressman, Joe Kennedy supported improved education and job training, anti-poverty policies, the legislation of marijuana, which he initially actually opposed, LGBTQ plus rights, improved mental health support, access to legal assistance for struggling families, reduced energy prices, drug abuse prevention schemes, the Green New Deal, and the protection of the Affordable Care Act. And he also sat on the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Kennedy is also very passionate about constitutional issues and has advocated for Supreme Court reform, the abolition of the filibuster, and the end of the Electoral College. Now, fast forward in 2018, Kennedy secured national recognition after he became the youngest person to deliver the Democratic Party's response to President Trump's State of the Union address. And in 2020, after serving four terms in the U.S. House of Representatives, Joe Kennedy III became the first Kennedy to lose a congressional vote in Massachusetts following an unsuccessful bid to become senator. And this was a post which had once been held by his great uncles, Jack and Ted Kennedy. He was defeated by the incumbent Edward Marquis, despite initially leading in the polls and receiving endorsements from high-profile Democrats, which this included Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. His loss marked the end of the Kennedy family streak of 26 electoral victories in the state, and at least for now, the end of his congressional career as he had to give up his seat in the House in order to run for the Senate. And I remember this was just a devastating loss. I mean, all the headlines, I actually felt pretty bad for him because it was like, the Kennedy dynasty is officially over. This political dynasty has fallen. Like, things like that. And it was, geez, like, poor guy. It was, it was brutal. But he was not done yet. In 2022, President Biden appointed Joe Kennedy III as special envoy to Northern Ireland. And his main focus is on advancing economic development and investment opportunities, particularly in the interest of strengthening U.S.-Northern Irish relations. And this all came to be because as congressman, Kennedy had demonstrated his concern for Irish-related issues by supporting the Good Friday Agreement, Ireland's presidency of the Council of the European Union, advocating for the foundation of a National Museum of Irish-American History, and opposing a hard border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. He also regularly attended the annual St. Patrick's Day Friends of Ireland Luncheon, which is hosted by the Speaker of the House. And as we know, he is not the only Kennedy to be representing the Kennedy family in a diplomatic context, as Caroline Kennedy is the current U.S. ambassador to Australia, and Victoria Kennedy is the ambassador to Austria. He is also not the first Kennedy to take an active role in Irish affairs, as Jean Kennedy Smith was once U.S. ambassador to Ireland, and Ted Kennedy played an active role in the development of the Good Friday Agreement. 
In addition to his role as Special Envoy to Northern Ireland, Kennedy is the Managing Director of the Citizens Energy Corporation, which helps low-income families meet basic energy needs. He is the founder of the Groundwork Project, which invests in sustainable infrastructure, and he is a board member for RFK Human Rights, Massachusetts Association for Health, the Woodwell Climate Research Center, and the Edward M. Kennedy Institute of the United States Senate. So, Joe Kennedy is a busy guy, and I look forward to seeing what else he does with his career. He's young. I've gotten some DMs before of people being like, do you think he'll run for president, even though he says he's not going to? And I have no idea, but I'm excited to see where his career leads him. And I don't know about you, but I just love to see Kennedy is fulfilling that call to public service, even today. I think it's fascinating when family members continue to be political and stay in the public eye. So, I'll, I'll be interested to see what he does. That's all I've got today. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, please write it five stars and write a positive written review on Apple Podcasts. Also, please tell your friends and family about the podcast. Spreading the word is so helpful to me, so I would really appreciate it. Check out our merch shop if you need any t-shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, all the things. We've got all kinds of cool stuff there, so take a look at the link in the description of this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Come on and vote for Kennedy. Vote for Kennedy. Keep America strong. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. Kennedy, he just keeps rolling up. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.